Welcome to episode 7 of the Ginger Vets Be Good Golf Podcast. So a review of yesterday uh, doesn't make for pleasant reading uh, with all three uh, of the two ball, well, tips going down. Depending on the markets that you played them in, potentially one push with the tie between Hank Laboda and Sam Ryder. Um, but uh, Bubba Watson was defeated by Ryan Amore at odds on. Um, Bubba shooting a round of 73 on moving day, um, which wasn't ideal. And um, the headline pick, uh, Tommy Fleetwood, uh, did turn up yesterday and shot three under par uh, to defeat uh, Joaquin Neiman. Uh, we mentioned previously that Neiman uh, had shown good stats over the, the first two days and Tommy Fleetwood was, was struggling with his game somewhat. Uh, I'd also referred to the fact that he had been struggling to reach his his top game for maybe the last two or three months, Tommy Fleetwood, and with the first two rounds not showing any signs of improvement this week, I was happy to take him on. Uh, that backfired. Um, the you know I do, I still believe that uh, it was a good bet, and um, I, I I felt that there was some some uh, advantage uh, in the in the price uh, for us to take. So you know I don't regret it, but not an ideal outcome. So. The, the positive news from yesterday was there was a few selections mentioned in the outright market. One of them was Joaquin Neiman, uh, who was available at 66 to 1, uh, with five places still available. Uh, he, he's, uh, he's tied 10th at the moment, so only three shots separate him from second place. Uh, it's going to be a very competitive final day, but... I wouldn't be surprised if Joaquin could uh, finish, uh, you know, in that fourth or fifth spot and get a um, 16 to 15 to 1 payout for for punters um, that took that each way option. And the other selection and definitely positive news to report, so it's not all, all bad, was, you know, talked at the top of the market uh, about where potential players uh, that could go on to win this. We already had Jason Day as an outright selection at the start. And one of the players mentioned was Ches Reavy, who yesterday gained five strokes tee to green there, two and a half strokes on approach and two and a half strokes on the putting to shoot seven under par and move sh six shots clear of the field, six shots clear of Keegan Bradley. He was available at nine to one. Uh, I didn't actually press the button myself. I have backed Joaquin Neiman. I talked about backing Ches Reavy to you. I didn't know, so I'm not going to claim that on any P&Ls this week. But it looks like he is home and host, and two to five to me looks uh, a solid bet at this stage. He's going to play steady golf today. He's not going to uh, try anything too dramatic. It's going to be up to the closing pack to do something out of this world to win the golf tournament. And the most likely of those players will be uh, our selection, Jason Day, who is seven off the pace. If he can repeat his round two performance and shoot seven under, potentially an eight under, there is a chance he could win and win the tournament still. But uh, Ches Reeve is looking extremely strong. So moving on to today and uh, the two ball picks, as there will be nothing to add to the outright market. I'll be cheering for Jason Day to get a place at the very least, and you never know with the potential upside. Anything can happen in the game of golf. Uh, 
and also have uh, Joaquin Neiman. Um, it's going to be very tough for him, but uh, potentially he could sneak into that fifth spot and pick up a nice uh, place payout for us. So the two balls today that I'm going to recommend are, surprisingly, um, Joaquin Neiman uh, after his defeat yesterday to beat Vaughan Taylor. Uh, Vaughan Taylor went backwards yesterday. Um, he, he's a consistent player on tour, but I don't feel he has the firepower of Neiman. Um, I much prefer Neiman at the odds. I think that he's um, he's playing well this week, and I think that uh, you know I'm looking to take advantage of of an even money shot here. Um, the second two ball selection for me today uh, will come in the final group. Uh, it is Keegan Bradley to defeat Ches Reeve. Um Ches has been awesome this week in all assets of his game. Um, but so is Keegan Bradley. Um, he actually didn't have the best of days yesterday, uh, losing strokes off the tee, losing strokes around the green, and it was his putting performance where he gained three strokes nearly on the field that, that has put him in the tied second on the leaderboard. Um, watching lots of golf and knowing Keegan Bradley's strengths of his game, uh, it's not his putting. Uh, his, his strengths are ball striking, um, his driving is up there with the longest and most accurate in the game, and his iron play is awesome, especially his long, uh, long iron game. So, with with him needing to go low today, with Ches Reeve not having to go low, the psychological part of um, Ches getting over the line, the the game that Keegan needs to play. Yes, he could chase the game and completely blow himself out of the water, shoot two or three over par, but it's not a course that uh, I feel that he will do that on, and. The nature of how I think the round will develop really plays into Keegan Bradley's favour in this two-ball event. Um, it goes without saying that Ches Reeve's got him covered uh, in terms of his, his stats this week and how his game seems to be in shape. But 5-4 to four, uh, on a player that's higher in the world rankings, that's won a major tournament, that uh, it, his ball striking is up there with the with the top twenty players in the world on the tough courses. Keegan Bradley shows up, um, and I think today he he does have history of going low. Um, he's going to have to play aggressive. Five to four, I think he's a real standout bet in that two ball. I think the market's got it completely wrong. Uh, if if Ches Reeve, it goes without saying. If Keegan Bradley was ahead, he he'd be he'd be heavy odds on. He'd probably be, I'd say, an eight to thirteen shot in this matchup if he was a couple of shots ahead. So I'm not talking about the six shot disparity that's in the leaderboard right now. I'm talking about a two shot or one shot disparity, and uh, for that reason, five to four is 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 a must bet for me today at, uh, on Keegan Bradley. So the second two ball selection will be Keegan Bradley to beat Ches Reeve teeing off at seven p.m. UK time recommended at five to four the third and final two ball pick uh, on day four of the travelers championship will be i'll get there <laughs> andrew putman to beat robert streb um andrew putman had an awful day yesterday on the greens losing two or three sh two strokes on the greens and losing strokes around the green uh, his his form over the past four or five weeks has been really really solid, much more consistent than Robert Streb. Uh, he's a better player than Robert Streb overall, higher in the world rankings. Will, his game's going on an upward curve. I'd say Robert Streb's uh, career and 
a game I can't really talk about. I don't get to see enough of him on the PGA Tour uh, coverage. Um, but statistically looking at him, his game's plateaued. It's been where it's been for uh, numerous seasons now. I don't see any signs of uh, improvement coming in his game at this stage in his career. Andrew Putman, that's not the case. He will get better. Um, even though yesterday he he went backwards in, in the field, he one of the key uh, stats that I like uh, to see in a golfer's game is their iron play, really, so their approach play. Um, and he gained uh, two and a half strokes on the field on a, uh, in approach yesterday. He tied fifth, he was, for leaders in approach. Um, Robert Streb lost lost strokes to the field in all assets of the game yesterday and he's younger he's fitter he's on an upward trajectory when you can get odds against uh, 11 to 10 for uh, sorry slight odds on he is uh five to six for andrew putman i i feel that that's a, a bet that i want well i don't feel it is a bet that i'm going to be taking advantage of he's eight to 11 in many places uh, and as short as eight to 13 in places i think that that's a more accurate reflection um uh, of where i would be pricing this match up and um, i'm happy to make andrew putman my third selection of today in the four day four of the travelers championship over in the united states to round off the the three selections for um, day four, it will be Andrew Putman to defeat Robert Streb. It will be Keegan Bradley to defeat Ches Reevy. And it will be Joaquin Neiman to defeat Vaughan Taylor. So good luck if you get on any of those. Um, I'll be back to bring you a recap of how the betting uh, has gone on this tournament since Thursday. I'll be doing that tomorrow for you at some point and with a preview of next week's PGA Tour event to come out on Tuesday. Uh, I will be doing a DraftKings show on Wednesday this week. I'm going to separate the DraftKings preview from the main outright picks preview. I think the strategies are completely different that, uh, that you're looking for in DraftKings to take advantage of some of the big tournaments and that's where I'm going to concentrate my research on. Uh, and try and give you some insights to help you build profitable teams in DraftKings uh, big GDP, uh, GPP tournaments. Uh, the cash game isn't something that I'm going to look to uh, look to talk about too much as a lot of the players that would make up the foundation of a cash game will, uh, will, will probably transfer into the outright pick. So uh, I'll look forward to bringing you that later in the week. Have a great Sunday, guys, uh, whatever you're on, and I... Uh, I hope that uh, if you have enjoyed the podcast, uh, albeit short and brief today, then please do subscribe, uh, like, uh, and follow Ginger Bets on social media. Uh, the more uh, the more followers and uh, subscriptions that we can get, the the likelihood is that we can bring more of this good uh, quality content. Uh, 